We play and call it work. Hello everyone, welcome to this week's episode of The Sit and Talk. I'm going to sit here for about an hour or so and read the questions that you guys left on the last Sit and Talk and just answer as honestly as I possibly can. Now next week will be Matthew. If you want to ask any questions to Matthew, you can address Matthew. Well, I said Matthew a lot. Uh, address Matthew in the comment section of this video on the Mini Wargaming website. Even if comments are allowed on YouTube, he might read the ones on YouTube, he might not. He will definitely read the ones on the miniwargaming.com website. Uh, just address your questions to at Matthew, and then if you have to respond to me, you'd better to email me directly, steve at miniwargaming.com, if you have any follow-ups, or ask me one, two, three, four, in five weeks when I come back up again. All right, let's get to it. I'm going to start reading questions. Oh, you know what? I think it's best if I just point out the fact that um, two things. Typically, I like to record the sit and talk late morning, early afternoon. It is first thing in the morning for me, and I have not fully woken up yet. Second, I'm not sick, I'm not dying, I'm just very allergic to cats. And there was a cat in my truck yesterday. Now my eyes are they're itchy, I'm gonna try not to touch them. I look like I'm about to, oh, it looks horrible. And I actually just watched myself the whole time. I'm not actually looking at the camera lens, I'm like just watching the screen of the camera. That's why I do this. I don't know why I'm even saying that, but you see me like do that. I'm just looking at myself. What's this right here? These two white spots in my beard. They're little beard fangs. I don't understand. Let's just get to it. <clears throat> Mentality. Hi, punk. Or, I mean, Steve. What's your favorite afternoon snack? Ooh. Uh, usually over something salty or sweet. If I could choose anything to swallow whole of lunch <laughs> it might be. Castell and Robots, absolutely, I hate Castell and Robots. Uh, hey, just kidding, Josh, for watching this. Um, ah, man, my favorite snack. I think it's sweet. But I don't, I, I, I like everything. I don't dislike anything. There is no food I dislike. Oh, that's not true. I don't like salsa. I don't like just salsa. Everything else I love. Everything else I love. Um, yeah, I think Castell and Robots, I hear you, buddy. I can't stand Castell and Robots. They're not nearly as bad to fight against as they used to be for me back in 7th edition where I played Dark Eldar, and they just destroyed them. This is PTSD. That phrase gets thrown around a lot, though. Yeah, I just I had a rough time against those robots back in 7th. Ah, Seesaw. Hey, Steve. Oh, this is long. One, as I rate this YouTube... Wait. As I rate this, YouTube is down internationally. Yeah, I was actually watching YouTube when it went down. 1 a.m. GMT and counting, meaning all of me warning you about normally on YouTube are unavailable. You are a genius, though, and know how to take advantage of the situation. Are you going to suggest, Matt, that he implements a failover system for the YouTube videos on the same system as the vault? Uh, there's more. I'm not, not going to finish reading it because it's not a question for me. I don't understand half the words you used. No, that's a question for Matt. I'm not a tech guy. Two, do you think the bunker will open up sooner to guests if the announced vaccine by Pfizer works and is available to the public? 
Many of your staff are amazing, but the colorful collection of charismatic characters, carefully chosen, constructed, curious conversations, confounding cast conventions, creating compelling content for Cullen to curate. <laughs> Many of you being have risen to the occasion, but the bunker needs to be relieved from its siege. And then he replaced it. Okay, um, yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, we're very by the book around here. So it, it doesn't, it's just whatever, whichever the province decides, whatever. Yeah, it, it's hard to say. I would assume so. It would open back up with a vaccine. But um, unfortunately, um, less intelligent men than me will make that decision. I didn't mean that arrogantly. I just had no faith in. <laughs> Never mind. Moving on. <laughs> um, Apple Eyes. Hey, Steve. Looking to help a friend with her orcs. Tips, tidbits on the following matchups. We are about to start a narrative slash fun campaign and showing her some mini organ vids orcs versus Necrons, orcs versus Death Guards, orcs versus Tyranids. I don't know what you're asking exactly. Looking to help a friend with her orcs. Tips slash tidbits for the following matchups. Oh, for the following matchups. Okay. Um, if Well, one. Here's a good tip for all three of those. One second. Roll well. Just roll well. Orcs are an army that, like, when you go to shoot something, for example, like, if it misses, like, that's what orcs do. They don't hit. And if they hit, it's like, great, wow. It's, just, it, it, it's always like, okay, that's expected, or wow, that's, that's really, really good. It's never like, you never get really disappointed for whiffing rolls because you, you hit the skill two or five up. Like, you don't hit often. Um, but but if you just roll five pluses, you're going to be, like, crazy OP. Uh, I guess you can go to the mini wargaming shop and buy my dice. My green dice love rolling for orcs. I'm not superstitious, but at this point, I think there must be something to it. <laughs> my, my dice just won't fill my orcs. Um, okay. Tips against Necrons. You don't you don't really fear the big bad that everybody fears right now. You don't really fear the Nightbringer with orcs. You just swarm them with bodies. Um, your psychic is good. I think weird boys are pretty good. Bring weird boys. I got nothing specific against Necrons. Necrons are unfortunately going to be a tricky one to fight against. Because right now the big Necron, like if you do the big Necron competitive thing, you just bring as many warriors as you possibly can and run them. Just run them as fast as you can out of the objectives and that's it. They just hold. And then, or if you get a little shy and, and like, okay, if the Necron's a little shy of the objective, don't shoot at them because then you're, you're going to have them reanimate onto the objective. Uh, your best bet to kill Necrons with orcs is overwhelming, overwhelming firepower where you need to kill all the 20-man squads of warriors or charge them, or make sure your footprint is so big that they can't reanimate onto the objectives. Against Death Guard? Death Guard just keep punching them. Just keep, just keep, keep rolling dice. Death Guard's one of those ones where if, you're, if the Death Guard player rolls poorly, they're going to die fast. Um, because they roll well, they're, it's, it's such an obvious statement. What I'm saying, it's like that's like a nothing statement, Steve. If they roll good, you're gonna lose. If they roll bad, then you're gonna win. It's it's true every game, but no, I just um, maximize the dice you can throw against Death Guard. My uh, my tip for Death Guard, and for Tyranids, 
I don't know. You're just going to win anyway. Man, I don't have a lot of respect for Tyranids right now. No, that's not true. I actually really respect Tyranids. I actually really dig Tyranids and want them to be better. I just don't have a very high opinion of them currently in in ninth. Because they're, they're only really effective way of playing. Well, okay, I'm not a Tyranid expert, so I shouldn't be um, talking like I know what I'm talking about here. But if I were to play Tyranids, you just want to swarm a table. You want a table control, but ninth edition is table control. Um, yeah. I think I think the what I suspect is the competitive way or the strong way to play Tyranids orcs counter quite well because they're gonna have a lot of little bodies. Yeah, I have no real opinions here that can help you out because I'm not. It's not a tournament. Sorry, I'm not a Tyranid player, and I haven't played them enough. I played against them enough in ninth. It is what I suspect. I suspect you should have a problem with Tyranids though. The rockets fired the big things. The bullets fired the little things, and hold the directors. Big Mikey, Steve, your favorite thing to argue about around the office. When the time comes, how do you think... Wait. Oh, I think you made that as a question. Steve, your favorite thing to argue about the office. Oh, actually, I'll argue about anything. I actually, um, I love to argue. Uh, to the point, it's, it, it, it can be frustrating for others, unfortunately. Um, <clears throat> come from a big Italian family, and there, there's no way to talk... Not civilly, but there's no way to talk... Um, Without conflict, I think. The way I was raised. I love to argue. The best way to understand, for me, this is my opinion, the best way to understand your own position or to understand somebody else's position is to challenge them and have them challenge you. I love to argue. When the time comes, how do you think Games Workshop will balance Eldar factions? Double down on glass scalpel armies or the ability to give more staying power via hip modifiers? Okay, that's an interesting one. Because um, I know... Um, I know the community, I'm trying to say, I'm not going to speak to the community, I mean, the community kind of split. There are a lot of people who think Eldar are still amazingly overpowered and too janky, and they're still enough that, like, they don't cut it anymore. But, I mean, there's still going to be, like, Harlequins and certain Anari builds, and they're going to be, there are always going to be a certain, like, some builds with them that are going to do very well, but as a whole, they have, um... As it stands right now, there's a bunch of things in the codex that you're just not going to want to bring. Now, whenever I talk about this stuff, I want to point this out. There's, there's things you have to be very clear about. When I'm talking about stuff like this, I'm talking about from a competitive standpoint, what's the best, the best. Crunching the numbers is doing really well. However, I don't think that's the way most people play this game, and that's not the way to have... It might, that's not the way I have fun either anymore. Uh, I think playing around with anything and everything from a codex is the right thing to do, and have fun with it is the right thing to do. But I'm just trying to respond to the question coming from the a more competitive point of view, uh, even though I know many of our viewers, and even myself, and most people here in Mini Wargaming, um, don't find that to be the most fun way to play, though it is fun to do every now and then. So my, 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 my opinions are assuming you're coming from that point of view or else why are you asking the question? But it's kind of how I see it. Um, how do you think they will balance Eldar factions? So yeah, you could, you could be arguing that they're not good enough you want to balance them up a bit. It's interesting. I think every time you have a, a major rule change, like the core rule change of an army, uh, sorry, of a game, is it's going to take a while to hammer out how that trickles down to all the armies. Like for example, back in... Um, 7th edition Warhammer 40k, 40,000, whatever you want to call it, Astromel Terram were so terrible they were a joke, as were orcs. 8th edition comes out, and 
bodies were better than armor, among other things, it just made those two armies very, very, very good. Like, Astral Terran was dominating the meta for the longest time at the beginning of age, and they had to, like, tone things down. Um, yeah, but now, the, the rule system, it's hard to, I don't know how to articulate what I want to say exactly, but the, the rule system from 8th to 9th isn't that different. If you learn 8th, you learn 9th quite well. If you know 8th, you learn adapting to 9th is pretty easy. They're very, very, very similar, except they're also very, very, very different. Um, things that were really good in 8th aren't necessarily as good anymore. I find, okay, so in 8th edition, you could bring nothing but guns and do very well, like a gun line and do very, very well. And ninth, I really do believe that you have to have something that can go ahead and charge. Like you have to be able to clear things off objectives, and then and then after you clear them off the objective, you have to get on the objective. The only way to do that really is to charge. If somebody's already on the objective, you can shoot them off, uh, but you're not getting on it. So the only way to get them off and then get on is to charge and then kill things in combat. But then you also have to hold. It's a, the way the, the way the scenarios work, the way that we play the game, even though the rules are very similar are changing uh, the way armies are built. Now, I've only played Eldar in 9th edition, and Incursions, only 1,000-point games, so I have no experience. I don't feel like I can answer this question well enough for you. Though I suspect Eldar are going to... Well, no. I was, what I, okay, what I was about to say, which I immediately realized was wrong, I was about to say, I think Eldar will struggle to charge things off objectives. Then I remember Shining Spears. And the Banshees might be pretty good now. The problem with Banshees and Scorpions, even though Scorpions are a little bit better, or, or in, 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 the, in the way I'm thinking about them, um, I think the, tr the trouble with Banshees and Scorpions is they're not going to be able to hold the objective. The, like, as soon as the unit turns done, they're going to get shot and they're going to die. So I don't know. I don't know. I actually, what, what i got to boil this down to is I don't know how to answer your question because I don't know where they're lacking because I think... They're lacking the the staying power on the things that are going to clear off the objectives, with the exception of shining spears, because they're going to be very well good at shooting. You know, like a wave serpent, super super hard to kill still. Um, so like if you if you get a wave serpent on the objective, but typically that means. Um, I got a lot going through my head. Okay, so like the best way to hold an objective in ninth edition is to have a a unit with a, a resilient unit that has a large footprint. So that like for example, if I have nothing like individual, my nose is the objective and my face is the three inches around the objective. Now you have your opponent on the objective. You can you know drive a way serpent up to the objective and be on it, and then have somebody shoot the guys off, and that's going to hold out quite well. But the thing is. I'm embarrassed how I'm trying to explain this, but like you have a large footprint. If you have a big unit with like a like big bases and you just cover the area so you can't even drive or get anything on the objective, the only way to get on the objective is to consolidate after killing. That's what you want to try to do. That's how you defend objectives right now. Um, and I don't think, off the top of my head, Elder are going to do that quite well because the things that can do it are going to immediately get shot down and killed. But... I have no experience, and I don't know. I could be completely wrong. So, like, I, I actually stopped talking about it because I could be giving very, very inaccurate advice. But you just was there's, there's everything that went through my head.
reading your question. I think I'm rambling like Luca. Frenchie! Hey Steve, you're a punk. Why do you call me a punk? This is Luca. <clears throat> Can't wait to see those new Iron Warriors and wipe the field with them. I got a new solar auxiliary army and should be able to handle the task. Hope all is well, Frenchie. Buddy, I've been watching your uh, Instagram. You have a few things. Um, yeah, that army is done. I haven't really shown it off yet. We've been really busy. But I want to get some pictures taken of that army. I have a, I have a new... Iron Warrior. I painted a whole new Iron Warrior's army for horse heresy because I got rid of my old one. And I enjoy it. Miso Miso. You know, I just realized I forgot to check when I started. I forgot to look at the clock when I started recording this video. Sorry to guesstimate this video time. Hello, Steve. Do you play any uh, other miniature war games off camera? No. I remember you talked about Flames of War once. Nope, no, I never have. Not once. That's Josh. Stop confusing me with Josh. There are lots of indie games out there that are quite cool. There actually are. I know this. Would you consider doing a narrative Warhammer fantasy game with Luke as a DM? Yeah, we've done one before. We've done one before. Either for mini wargaming or your own channel. Absolutely. It's hard to schedule these things in. Do you find yourself creatively tired from working at mini wargaming? No. That's just a weird one. I should, but I don't. Does it take a lot out of you sometimes? Yes. <laughs> or does it stimulate you to do anything else out of work? Film, D&D, more wargaming. Okay, um, there's a lot of this whole question. I could spend the next 45 minutes on, this, on, on these three questions. Um, I'm going to try to stop touching my eye. Uh, do you play any other miniature war games off camera? I don't play anything off camera, nothing at all. Uh, I just don't have the time. Or when I do, and somebody wants to play a game... I almost always say no. Um, unless, unless it's fantasy and I'm teaching somebody. But yeah, I really, I really um, do, my, do my best to not play off camera. Now, that's going to be a little controversial because some people say, well, then how do you prepare armies and stuff? All my playtesting happens on camera. 100% of the game, well, damn near 100% of the games I play is on camera. Um, because this is a full-time job. I, I'm, I'm in these studios eight hours a day, five days a week recording games. And the last thing I want to do is play games off camera because I don't want it to ever, I don't want to ever, I want to come in every morning and want to play. I don't ever want to come in and feel like, oh, I got to play a game today because that's the worst. I've had those, I've had those days. Um, they're rare. I don't, okay, I'll tell you, I've been doing this job for like seven years now or almost seven years now. And even I don't understand how I've, why I still love it. Like it, if you, you would think after a while, I'd be like, every day you play Warhammer? Every day? For eight hours every day? Yeah, every day, and I love it. Oh, I really do. Um, but there have been a handful of days, only a small handful of days over the years where I'm like, I have something like playing today. Sometimes you just got low energy and you just want to sit at your desk. Um, or, or, like, you have to play a certain thing. Like, you're excited about... Maybe the night before I was painting something and I was really excited to play Army X, but for whatever reason I have to play Army Y. That's that's not always great. Those are the worst days, actually. Um, actually, what's really bad, too, is you look at your schedule, and I, I try not to look ahead because things change so rapidly because they have to, just the way things come in around this building. Like, you could look at your schedule. Okay, it's, uh, it's Wednesday morning, and today I'm playing Age of Sigmar against Luca. 
So you get it all slicked in your head, you get prepared, you Lucas probably gonna play whatever, I'll have a little conversation with him in the morning, and then we'll start with play, but I think I'm gonna play Beast of Chaos today. And then you come into the studio and like you're ready to play Beast of Chaos, and they're like, oh no, you have to play Dark Angels because their book came out and we got it in an hour ago. I'm like, I love Dark Angels, but I was all set to do something else. Those are the bad days. Not the bad days, that, that, that's as bad as it gets. You can't complain when that's as bad as it gets, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I have to play the other army I love, even though I was planning on playing this army that I love. So yeah, it, it's, it's uh, uh, I, I'm lucky <laughs> in a lot of ways. Even Luke has been doing this for a few years now, and I've never seen him really burn out on playing. Like, everybody does. Everybody does burn out on, on the games. What usually happens is um, we'll move to another system for a short period, or somebody else will notice it and, like... Uh, throw in some sort of random whatever to kind of get your head out of it. But yeah, it happens all the time. Burnout happens all the time. And you ever not want to play? Do I play other games? There are a bunch of other games I, I, I would like to play. I just have more time for. Um, I have a lot. I have like one, two, three. I have four Song of Ice and Fire armies. Um, I cannot for the life of me f- find any time to allocate to painting it. None whatsoever. Like I paint, I paint near every day. Um, no, I paint every day. Every day. I paint, I paint 30 days a month, 7 days a week. I paint every day. So when I wake up in the morning, I'll do a little bit as I'm getting ready. I mostly plan out what I plan on doing when I get back home from work. As soon as I get home, um, I'll paint. I, unless, unless I have to, unless I have um, some sort of social plan or something I have to go do or whatever, I'll paint until I go to bed while I watch like a YouTube or whatever. And that's every. That's pretty much every day. Now I used to stay at the office and paint in my my desk, my paint station. But I wasn't getting. I was coming into work for nine a.m. I was getting home after midnight. It didn't make sense. So I started. I'll, I'll just paint from home, and maybe maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll, I'll paint less if I pay from paint from home. So I keep painting. No, I, I'm addicted to painting. I paint too much, even though I cannot find time to allocate painting. I was talking about some fire. One of the greatest games that I ever played actually was uh, Dark Age, from Cool Mini or not. Uh, good miniatures, fantastic lore, really good, solid game. But they abandoned it and moved on to the next thing. That's cool, that's cool when you're not for you. I actually can't get behind any more of their games because they just they jump ship to the next one too often. Would I consider doing a narrative? Absolutely. Love them. Do you find yourself creatively tired? Yeah, well, actually, um, for, for two years now, a little over two years, we are talking about it the other day, um, Matthew, his wife, myself, Cullen, um, and two other people that aren't on camera, two other of our friends, we play D&D every week. We have a five-player group, six people, every week. We have one night a week. We just... Don't do Warhammer stuff. I don't paint. Well, actually, weirdly enough, colors, color, because we're currently, we use this on purpose. We do this game in person normally, but because of everything's going on in the world, we're currently recording, we're not recording, we're currently playing it um, over Discord and like with uh, cameras and stuff, which is fine. Um, I don't know why I said that, but basically, like, um, I try to get some painting done while I do that, but pretty much that's one night a week where we all can get out of the Warhammer, out of the Games Workshop mindset, and just play D&D. So that, that's a fantastic break. We all look forward to that. 
all of us, and we have in two years never missed. A I think we made, no, we missed one session because of a funeral. <laughs> I think it was, if I remember correctly. But yeah, and, and often we'll have a multiple sessions a week for whatever reason. Like every week we free for an extra day that week, so we just play one more game. So yeah, so that's our that's our big release. A different game and more games. <laughs> mm. Flavor that. Hey, Steve, I've been playing Word Bearers for years, and I've recently started thinking about taking some of those cheapish Mark III miniatures from the Games Workshop store. Why are they cheap? Do you think, given the increasingly large size difference between tactical marines and chaos marines, that this would be modeling for advantage? There's a couple of millimeters of height, not an issue. Oh, I see what you're saying. No, go ahead, use them. Absolutely use them. They're, they're fine. They're absolutely fine. They're not, they, yeah, I guess they are slightly shorter. No, go ahead and use them. It's your army. And there's lower reasons why they would still exist in that army as well. There's no reason not to do it. If anybody's telling you not to do it, they're wrong. Smiling Kira, hey Steve, hope you're having a great day. Just a few questions. Gork or Mork? Ooh. I, I know the, I immediately have an answer. I feel guilty saying it because it's Gork and Mork, but it's Mork. But Gork and Mork, but it's Mork. What is the best color? I think green. Uh, yeah, green is the best color. Blood Bowl 2nd Edition is just around the corner. Will there be new Blood Bowl tournament in Mini Wargaming? If yes, are you going to play as the Orc or Elves team? Um, I have, like, a rule of... Okay, we, 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 we joke around with each other a lot in this office. Um, there's a lot of, like, jabbing and stuff like that, but, like, as guys do, right? But I do my best never to do it on camera... Or to like minimize it, because like I don't. Somebody can always construe it as as, as mean. Like I, 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 some of my older videos, especially my buddy. Well, Josh, who works here, he was my buddy at the time. I really give it to him on camera, or my buddy Ben, on, like on my personal YouTube channel, I give it to him pretty hard, and some of it bleeds through the camera. And there are always comments like, "That's you're being mean. Don't do that." But but you, it's hard, that's how we kind of treat each other. But so I do my best not to like. Joke about anybody on camera. But I'm going to a little bit right now. Oh, man. I say this with all the love in the world. No, we're done with Blood Bowl Mini Wargaming. Matthew can't handle it. Matthew is too competitive at Blood Bowl. He gets himself too worked up and gets upset. Now, if you want any more follow-up on that, Matthew is the next sit and talk and ask him on this video on MiniWarming.com about Blood Bowl and why we're not covering it. <laughs> this is best for everybody here if we don't let Matthew play Blood Bowl. And it's funny because it's only Blood Bowl. We get anything else, not a problem. Like, there, it, I, we have... I'll let Matthew discuss it. I'll let Matthew <laughs> say anything he wants about that. I'll give him a little bit of a warning, though. Uh, ooh, ooh, ooh. Court to you. 
Hey Steve, I just got into Dark Elder slash Drukari and was looking for some advice on the collection. Wanting to paint them metallic orange, gray, and black, but struggling with the metallic burnt orange scheme. Any advice? Maybe, maybe. Maybe. Let me answer that real quick. Um, there are others that you could ask that could answer this question better than me. Um, okay. If you use, if you, if you prime a model with uh, like um, a metal and then highlight it with like a silver and then use a, um, an appropriately mixed uh, shade like, a, what's the word, a Fugan orange, but you would need a level of medium to give the right consistency to go over top of that so that you, the, the, the metal bleeds through. So it gives you this orange, um, okay, you know what? I'm not the guy to answer this question. Okay, so if you, a few weeks ago, we sold a Salamander army that was painted up by Epic Duck Mike. Epic Duck used to work for this company years ago before my time. And then when we were in the last building, cause he does, I actually don't know what Mike does. Okay, Mike, you in the old building, um, Mike, used, he worked upstairs in the offices. He did, he had his own, he had another company, another business that he did upstairs. And I see him all the time, but at this moment, I realize I actually don't know what he does up there or what he used to do up there. So Epic Duck Mike doesn't work for me working me anymore. This is like a long time ago, but he painted a Salamander's Army for us for the purpose of selling. And he had this metallic green thing. So if you go to Instagram and... Um, like the search Epic Duck Mike, you're probably better off asking him how he, you can make um, a metallic color. You can go to uh, the Way to Brush YouTube channel, ask Chris, send him an email. He can probably answer that better for you. Hey, you can go to Grilla Miniatures Game and ask Ash, like all these ex-employees at Mini Wargaming that I know that have fantastic painting skills that could answer that question for you that I just, I don't have. Like I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a grunt painter. I paint a lot. I paint fast, I paint tons, but if you want something that technical, that's beyond me. I don't know how to do it. I think I could figure it out, but I can't figure it out and explain to you right now, unfortunately. So we'll move on to the, from that question. Uh, what's the second we had? Um, I currently have a lot of cult models, but want to start collecting Cabal since it seems outside of Reavers and Min Witch Squads other than... Uh, other options are mediocre. I want Hellions to work, but yeah, you know. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 I know, I get that. Oh, Hellions are amazing miniatures, amazing. They're just trash in the game. Obviously, Cowboys with Reavers, or Ravagers, sorry, but would a second Void Ray even be worth it? Void Ray, which one was that? That's the bomber? No, I don't think so. Ah, I haven't played, I've played... Dark Eldar in Incursion once and I haven't played much of it, but I think the, the uh, what do you call it, the, the fighter jet, the jet fighter? What's it called? Void, no. I'm forgetting the name of the other one. I think the other jets are probably better, though I used to love my, I don't know. I don't know, I'm sorry, I'm just not a very up on the Dark Eldar. Actually, if you want to ask that question to a more experienced player, you go to uh, Scarca Scarcast. Yeah, Scarcast, either on YouTube or Instagram, 
find these people. Scary. he comes in for a lot of videos. If you want to look for his link directly, if you go to our website right now, he's got a couple of videos with the um, Crusade. He's doing a Crusade campaign with Dave right now. I'm sure there's a link to him in there. He is incredibly knowledgeable about Dark Eldar and the game as a whole. And he's the perfect guy to ask this question to. I apologize, everybody. I don't have the answer to the question you're asking. I just have the experience. What do you think of the Incubi, Scourges, and Mandrakes? Uh, Incubi probably are pretty good. But close combat isn't that great. But you need close combat to clear off objectives. Scourges... Probably pretty good, and Mandrake's, I'm going to assume, not good. But, again, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have a definitive answer for you. These are just gut uh, responses. I love the malls, but the internet is saying just to press the scourge and calibrate button until it breaks. Okay, yeah, I understand that. So, yeah, that, I mean, from a competitive point of view or trying to make the best uh, of your army or trying to make the most efficient list as possible, I get it. Cabaloids and Ravagers, even Venoms, probably fantastic. Um, Scourges with all their weapons. I'm going to assume it's going to be the Haywire ones right now, but I'm not positive. Uh, Scourges, probably fantastic. Um, maybe we'll see some Drukhari Battleports uh, to spice things up. It's been a while since they've been on the channel. See, the problem with that is the, 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 the studio Dark Elder Army, the Drukhari Army, used to be mine. And I was super proud of it, but I, when an army gets too powerful, I just, I saw it. Because back in early, early 8th, uh, I felt the points were just, I, my, my lists were huge. I could bring everything I wanted. Uh, and then some, and the firepower is ridiculous. I was just like auto-winning every game in the Dark Elder early 8th. So I sold it to the studio. And now it's been manhandled and mucked. I don't want to, I got to repair it all. Boomer73, hey Steve, uh, are there any plans to do an open war missions for 40k or just match play? A lot of me, a lot of the community play open. Keep up the great work. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true at all. I think maybe a lot in your community might play open, but as a whole, no. Like, um, um, I think it would upset the greater audience if we would open play. That time, we know it will. We know it would. There are some that play open play, but no, the vast majority don't and only want to see match play. Now, there are going to be people commenting in this video saying, um, no, no, you're wrong. Everybody plays open play. Uh, nobody here does match play at all. Uh, I, but they do. Unfortunately, it's, it's, it's just what, what we say we want and what we actually want are rarely the same as humans. Um, we just collect a lot of data of what people are willing to pay for for a video or what people are going to watch. And you might get away with uploading open play video, but it's not going to do anything for, because it's a company, right? We have to make money or we don't exist. Every week we got to make money or there's uh, no money to pay Steve, there's no money to pay Luca, and there's no money to pay Colin. So no money to pay anybody, no more videos. We have to keep making videos that make money. And the only thing that makes money, uh, match play. It is a thing. Now, Okay, so a little, little more information on that. So um, it has to, to make money, the videos have to be match play and not overly competitive. It's, it's an interesting thing. Like the, the vast majority of our audience, even though there are obviously people who like different things, they're always going to be that case. The vast majority of our audience wants match play, even though not all of them realize they do, but they also don't want competitive or overly competitive. 
And then we also don't want overly ridiculous either. But you get away, you get away with a little bit of ridiculous every now and then, so long as you explain what you're doing, and you get away with a competitive every now and then, so long as you explain what you're doing. But yeah, it's it's um, it's a tricky thing. It's inter- interesting thing. So yeah, there's probably not going to be open play games. Uh, anytime soon, but there will be as we get. I think I can speak for everybody. I, mean, I shouldn't speak for everybody, but I think I can speak for everybody when I say it's getting a little tedious playing the same one mission in 40k right now because they're all the same. We 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 need we need a maelstrom. We need uh, an open play. Oh, okay, Hilson. Let's be clear about something. Maybe I misunderstood what you think of open play. I find this is obvious. Uh, um, as a person who likes to argue a lot, I find a lot of argument comes with um, just misunder- misunderstanding the terms of the conversation or the way we're using words. If you mean open play, like bring whatever you want and don't worry about um, detachments and uh, um, points and well, points and everything. But if you, if you talk about just do whatever you want type thing, yeah, people don't want that. But if you mean about open play, but the open play cards. Where you like draw random things. Yeah, people love that. And I apologize if I went on a big rant saying people don't want that. In fact, with the open play cards, yeah, 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 people like that. We like that. We're waiting for it to come out for, for ninth. If it doesn't come out soon, we're going to have to use the old ones. So I apologize, I apologize if I misunderstood your question. Um, mentality. Steve, did you know you can pick your nose and a monkey can pick their nose, but you should never pick a monkey's nose? Or Josh's, what's your favorite color? What? Mylon, that's Steve. In the last sit and talk, Luca went and did something in your drinking cup. I know he said he'd tell you before he you actually took take us. Okay, I don't think I think you're lying. Okay, um, in the last sit talk, Luca went and did something in your drinking cup. I know he said he'd tell you before he, you actually take a sip from it. Otherwise, oh, I take a sip from it because that would be would have been gross. Otherwise, but how did you react to finding out? How many times did you wash it? I don't believe you. No, I, I, uh, I, I, I there's, there's a possibility that Luca did something with fully intending on telling me he didn't. Um, he wouldn't do that. Not gonna get me on that one. Uh, he's not here. I can't confront him, but I, I feel confident saying that Luca did not do that. But nice try. Hey Steve, I hope you're all well. Uh, overhearing your take on the factions update in BR, I was thinking. Oh, Broken Realms. I was thinking that it's not a bad idea for you to try Slays to Darkness, but maybe give the Cultist Force a try now that they get some upgrades in Broken Realms. Okay, I'll finish reading. I know general consensus are they aren't as efficient as Marauders, just a few are, but I think something can be done with them, just a thought, it might be cool. Also hope to see Beast of Chaos in some updates soon. Peace. Yes, Beast of Chaos, want, I want them to have an update, but I don't know what I want them to have an update. In, like, I don't know, I want them to be cowards, and I want them to be bad in melee, but I want them to be able to play the game. So I don't know how I would update them, but I need them to, yeah. Um, no, uh, the cultists, they, 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 they're not... I think they really dropped the ball on this one. They're still not, they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not. And we also made a mistake too. That's the main reason why I don't want to use, well, no. The main reason why I don't want to use cultists is I don't think they handled them well in Broken Realms. They don't, they don't help enough. Um, because Marauders are just so good. 
Um, but the problem we have with the cult, with our cultists, is we have like two squads of every one of the cultists. Cult, uh, what do you call those things? Cults. We have two squads of every one of the cults, except because they were painted for for um, War Cry, we only painted one leader for every two units. So we can't even fully use our miniatures. Like for example, like one of them, I can, I can, they all have different numbers, but a squad would have like say nine models in it. Um, so we should have, so a squad can be nine or 18 models. We only have 17 painted. Or the squad that has seven models in it, so it should be a 14 man squad, we have a 13 man squad. So yeah, we kind of dropped the ball now because in Warcraft you only have the one leader. So we figured it didn't make sense to allocate time and resources to paint the other leader, but you want to paint all their squads for rotating models. Just an annoying thing that we have to deal with. Ooh, how far am I? Okay, I have to pick up the pace. Um, uh, okay, hey Steve, um, are you going to be getting the 30K Lionel Johnson model? I really enjoy seeing a narrative bat rep of you and the lion going toe-to-toe -to -toe against Josh and Kurz. No plans right now. Um, even though I know the last book came out recently, I don't think that game is in a good state at the moment. I know people love it, and there's some people that really dig it, but I just finished painting a massive Iron Warriors Horse Heresy Army, and I have my, my painting schedule through up to February, maybe all of February, already planned. I just, I don't, I don't think it makes any sense right now for me to allocate any of my painting time to 30K Dark Angels, unfortunately. It's a, it's a big one to unpack to explain it all, but like I have to, I, I, I personally paint anywhere from two to four new armies a year for myself of, large size typically. And so I have to like really be careful what I what I what I pick to, to play every year. I try to play uh, new things every every edition or attempt to anyway. Like um, I did a lot of Raven Garden Orcs in eighth for ninth. Um, I shouldn't I don't wanna okay so I, I have two new armies that work uh, I plan I'm planning for ninth um, as well as Age of Sigmar a couple of new armies I'm planning on playing. And seeing as how we suspect that third edition will be coming out soon, could be nothing, could be nothing, maybe not. I want to uh, get ahead and jump on a couple of things, get them done for next summer. Yeah, so it just, uh, unfortunately, the same as like I talked about earlier, but I have a bunch of uh, Song of Ice unpainted. Uh, just find time or allocating time to painting those. Um, it takes hundreds of hours to paint an army. I know I'm going to be using... 40k in Age of Sigmar models daily, daily. Um, so yeah, it is, it's hard for me to allocate time to Horus Heresy, A Song of Ice on Fire, even Fantasy, though, nope. Um, yeah, so it, it, unfortunately, no plans right now. Um, and then the next question, hey Steve, when is 30k coming back? Uh, no plans right now but I'm working on it. We all, there's the three of us who really want it to happen, but just the ninth, ninth is still relatively new uh, in the grand scheme of things. And the fact that with everything going on in the world and then everything going on in this building, um, we can't, we're not, 
we can't really get ahead. Even like releases are so fast nowadays that we can't really get ahead in the recording. Uh, so we can't really allocate time to horror CRC at the moment. Um, but like, so, so people understand, if we did, we would lose money. And if we lose money, uh, the pay employees. It's, it's a whole thing like, this may be the greatest job in the world. We play games all day, but it's still a business that has to operate with a profit or doesn't exist, obviously. And unfortunately, 30K, Horse Heresy, will make money. But everybody cares about 40K right now. So when the hype dies down from ninth a little bit, um, they'll be willing to you know, spread out a little bit, then, then it'll probably, that's probably when you'll see it come back. But right, yeah, right now we have to we have to focus on where, where the where the market tells us to. So a lot of things that we do, a lot a lot of what we do here is dictated by, um, for lack of a better word, the market. People may say they want to see X, but they pay for B. So yeah, no, it's it's an interesting thing. It's it's, it's an interesting thing that we um, that is it's the forever problem here. But I think it's the worst problem we have is. I have to play my Dark Angels in 40k instead of Horse Heresy. It's like, okay, it's still a win. Uh, the Don, War Steve, looking to add some mech guns to my army. Which guns do you, would you advise and why? Also, housemate planning Orcrons. It's like an Orc Necron mix. What subculture do you feel would be best? Uh, the aggressive one where they move because it's the best one by far. And it's also Orcs. So anything that gets them in close combat. Mech guns, um, the cheapest one. I think it's the smash gun. So the smash gun, tractor cannon, or I think the best two. Boomer73 again. Hi, Steve. How's Mitch? Any more Mitch-related involved campaigns in the future? I haven't seen Mitch in forever. I talked to him like a month ago, though. Because um, when we came... Actually, no, it's been more than a month. Man, 2020 has been a messed up year. Um, we talked about getting some stuff recorded when we first got back into this building. Like, uh, we, as many were, even got back into this building. Um, but only employees can come in the building at the moment, so he can't come in. Um, so we have that kind of weird issue. We're waiting to see. You know what? I don't know. I'm not even going to bother. I don't know. The world's upside down. Eventually. Rogue, what are your least favorite units to play against the 40K? Uh, Castell and Robots, can't stand them. Kazkov, Steve, I, I know Dave released a Risk video, and I was wondering if you guys could still plan on doing one with uh, you, Josh, and company. No, there's no plans. Kazkov again. Skyr needs new uh, advocates slash win. Oh, I think you meant to say Acolytes. Slash win Globadier box set more than anything else in AOS. $15 per model is dumb. Now, I don't think they need it more than anything else in AOS. But yes, they do. I do agree that they need new ones, but you're probably not going to get them new, new ones ever. Um, R. Zarnell. Hi, Steve. I'm trying to shotgun through it. We're running out of time. Hi, Steve. How would you build an army that mixes Slaves of Darkness and Beasts of Chaos about 50-50? I probably wouldn't. They don't... Nothing... Off the top of my head, there's no obvious... Um, Synergies. There might be something I haven't really thought of yet, but no, I don't think there's any synergies whatsoever. I mean, uh, well, no, no, none. I mean, not necessarily point-wise, but model count-wise. I really like the old times in Warhammer Fantasy when you can build an army with demons slash warriors and beastmen. Same here, and I got something in the works. Just you know, stay tuned a few months, and maybe I'll give you what you want. 
Also, how are the chances? Wait. Also, how are the chances you could use some 40k battery ports with 30k armies? Yeah, like your Iron Warriors against Josh's Night Lords or Lucas Word Bears using only 30k models. Yeah, that's gonna happen for sure. That will happen for sure. I should talk to Josh about that. As soon as we figure out the time when we film 40k together, we're gonna do that next. Hey Steve, Illumineth Realm Lords Army update. How goes the studio collection? Are we going to see more bat rips with them soon? I don't know when. Um, the studio that has them, I have to. It's, 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 I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know when. Whenever I get them back, I'll play it with them more. Hey Steve, I want to hear your thoughts on Beast of Chaos. Do you think they might get an update sometime soon and bring them in line with the newer armies? What would be What would be some updates you would want to see, and what new malls one can dream? Um, okay, this is such an interesting one. I was talking about this last week with Luca. I do not want Beast of Chaos. Okay, how do I, how do I phrase this? They need an update so that they can play. Like it's getting harder and harder to do backups with them. Like I don't I don't I don't mind losing. I'll, I, I like playing for fun. I'm happy to go in and lose, but I can't also lose top of turn one, or else there's no bat rep and we just wasted you know, a bunch of hours. So I, I need them. I need them to be a little bit more resilient. Except for I don't want to change any of the rules. So I don't know. I'm not the guy to say how to change them because I want them. To, I want them to be cowards. I want them to be able to like like gang up on things and kill it, but I also want, I want them to lose fights one on one still. So I don't know how I, I honestly don't know how, but yes, I would. And honestly, I, I think any kind of update to them will have to change their their current feeling. I would suspect, which is unfortunate, but at the same time, is they're in a rough spot. Um, Donnie says, Hey Steve, just wondering if you'll be playing more Slays of Darkness, loving the coverage of them, and would like to see some more units covered in them to see if you can make them work. I kind of, I kind of, though, you might be able, even I kind of thought you might be able to treat them like Beastman Army, find a good list of some of bad army. You know what? I don't think that book is bad. I think that Slays of Darkness book, I don't, I'm not going to call it top tier. But it's not bad. It's pretty good. It's actually a pretty solid battle tome. The Marauders are crazy good. Warriors are pretty good. The Sorcerers are fantastic. No, I don't think the book is bad at all. I think there are some really, really strong lists you can make with that book. Oh, hey, Steve, do you think Games Workshop will ever advance the story for 40K like they did for Fantasy? Well, they did, but just not. Yeah, no, so they did advance the story at the end of 7th uh, edition, going into 8th. Uh, but it was, um, it was a nothing advance, as far as I'm concerned. But it wasn't advanced, I'll give them that. I, I got a big, I got a problem with, like, for 30 years I've been following the story of Cypher. He finally gets where he's going. And then a thousand years passes, we never, it never resolved. I don't know. Hey Steve, you see Luke do the Witcher sword dance thing? I don't even know where you No. No, I have not seen. Can somebody send me a link to Luca dancing like the Witcher or something? I, have, I don't know where I keep hearing about it, but I want to know what you're talking about. And then Mentality asks, hey Steve, will you leave a message for Matt? Hey Matt, I don't want to play football with you. Mr. the Mountain, the Deathwing has some amazing rules with, uh, with no wounding. All, yeah, yeah. I was disappointed to see Wolfguard Terminators didn't get anything, any special rules. In your opinion, what would be a cool rule for Wolfguard Terminators I've gotten? I don't think they need one. Like, I don't think we needed that can't wound on four or less for Deathwing. 
But I don't think the Wolf Guard Terminators need one whatsoever, to be honest with you. If anything, I would say um, they should have got the, they can't deep strike, because they like teleporting. I would give them a negative, if you want to talk about lore. Um, yeah, no, I don't think, I think, I think, yeah. Kurt Swarovski, having been a player since second edition and having not done a lot of playing since my son was born in early fifth, I'm starting to get back into it and have a lot of unpainted miniatures. Do you have any tips on painting Harlequins and Morgan Iron Guard? Glutton for punishment, I know. And will there be any upcoming battle reports with clowns or guard, not necessarily a Mordian, anytime soon? I don't think so. Well, there's some Scion backups coming up. But other than uh, guard or uh, Harlequins, no, not anytime soon. Not, I don't, I'm pretty sure no. That could obviously change at any time, but I don't think so. Oh, I got two more here. Um, Steve, I know it's a weird time with COVID, but I want to know if Vito's okay. I, uh, Okay, uh, I love armies he's played, enjoying his video, and enjoyed his videos. I know people come up and go because of their own life situations. If I miss anything uh, and it hasn't been addressed, my apologies. Uh, yeah, you can go ahead and ask him. Uh, you just, he has a painting commission studio called Trident and True Miniatures, like the three-pronged tri Trident and True. Uh, you can find it on Instagram and I think YouTube as well, I'm pretty sure. Uh, he just moved away. But yeah, you can still find him out there. Uh, Destruct30, Steve, do you think Games Workshop are going to do anything interesting with the Sword Brethren? Do you think Blade Guard are the replacement? I don't think you'll see anything with the Sword Brethren. I highly doubt the Sword Brethren will come back in any way, shape, or form. Now, a Black Templar supplement could come out and they can make some new Sword Brethren. I just, I just don't think it's very likely. I wouldn't hold your breath. I would think, yeah, the Blade Guard are their appropriate successors. But, I don't know. Uh... It's pure speculation. That's it. Remember, next week is Matthew. If you want to leave Matthew any questions, you go to Matthew. Sorry, I'll give you his email. Uh, he's addressing to Matthew on this video, uploaded on miniwargaming.com. Preferably not on YouTube. If comments are available on YouTube and you leave them there, he may not read or respond to those. Like if there are any for me on YouTube, I didn't even check them because there's a lot on the website and I give the website priority and my hours about up. So that's it. Thank you for watching so much for this week's shit and talk. I got nothing else to say. Happy working me.